Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. A couple of coincidences just because uh, my uh, significant other happened to come in at the end of the number five and it ties into the airplane situation from number one. Spoiler alert. It's been a few years since that movie came out at least. But then all of a sudden she's like, Kate, hey, have you seen the video? Have you seen the clip? of the uh, United Flight 328 engine catching fire over Colorado. If you haven't seen it, let me we'll pause here. You have to absolutely watch that unless it's going to terrify you. <laughs> or maybe that's exactly why you want to watch it. But yeah, an engine literally catches fire. They managed to land the plane, thankfully. Holy cow. Um, I do not know what happened exactly there, but I do know that a giant ring of airplane steel from around the front of the turbine did end up in somebody's backyard in Colorado. So no big deal. And then it goes on. There's also the logging truck situation in the second Final Destination movie, which I was literally about to put on because that's the one I remember the least. And then she's like, yeah, but also, didn't you happen to see that somebody hit the Hospital Street overpass? And there's some people claiming, some witnesses that state that they said it was a logging truck that they saw when uh, the damage went down. And I'm thinking, geez, it's just a little bit too close, right? Or maybe not at all. Maybe it's not even a coincidence. What I do know is that the Hospital Street overpass gets banged more often than Prince did when he was alive. Can we cut that out, please? I didn't really see any bright lights here, but there are tons of people in Edmonton area that are going nuts over seeing this bright light. And then there's even some video that's now being shared. Very cool to see, like, the tail, the streak of it. Um, And uh, it must not be the only one as well, because last night... I was sleeping, you know, just just dozing off finally. And my girlfriend says, hey, uh, did, uh, there's a meteor. We missed it. There was a meteor. People were talking about they saw it in town. I'm like, oh, okay, very, very cool. Now, now I'm getting a little bit jealous. Now, now, like, with two incidents that I missed, both of them? A little bit upset. Uh, but if you happen to spot them or you got, like, the Nest camera pointed at just the right angle and you happen to see something in our sky, it's a little cloudy over here, so it might not have been as easy. Uh, definitely share it if you did. Absolutely send it my way. But, um... Still, I mean, I could. I just wish that you know we got a better view of these things uh, in like the form of a reality show. Wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if there was like a meteor hunters reality show? This is something I've said before, and I will say again. I just, you know, I think it would be a lot of fun, and there would be just as much action as a ghost hunter show, except for every once in a while you'd actually get to see some evidence instead of somebody just asking who touched their leg in an abandoned barn. I'm speaking right now with some of the team members at Balanced Numbers who have a wealth of experience in helping people just like yourself handle their taxes. The owner of Balanced Numbers has 20 plus years of bookkeeping experience in Fort McMurray. We have people on our staff that have been doing taxes for over 15 years and are pretty much experts in the field that they're in. You need information on taxes, we've got the ladies to help. How are taxes going to look different this year for people who work from home? The CRA is making allowances for that. They are allowing people that had to work from home due to COVID situations to claim up to $400 in home expenses without receipts. 
The deadline for taxes is getting closer and closer, but are there any other deadlines we might have forgotten about? Well, you've got the RRSP deadline, so anybody looking to contribute to their RRSP this year, March 1st is the deadline to get those contributions done. And how soon can people expect returns from filing their taxes with balanced numbers? Balance Numbers offers cash back to all of our qualifying clients that come in to get their taxes done. We do offer direct deposit same day, depending on what time of day they come in to get their taxes done. And there's a draw as well. Typically, we've been giving away an Air Canada gift card at the end of tax season, but with all the travel situations being what they are this year, we are offering a $1,000 cash draw this year to those that come in and get their taxes done with Balance Numbers. They can come in and get their taxes done in person. They can email the information in. They can drop off everything. We can work with the clients to suit whatever needs they have and and to suit their comfort level. Making something that can be scary for people uh, as easy as possible. How can people find you? Our Facebook page, Balance Numbers. We are on Instagram as Balance Numbers as well. We have a website that they can book their appointment through at balancenumbers.ca. And our phone number is 587-276-4619. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. There was a full circle rock and roll moment over the weekend, and it occurred during a video game convention somehow. BlizzCon 2021, a virtual showcase of video games from Blizzard Entertainment, featured a performance from Metallica. It was a virtual affair this year instead of an actual convention. And most streams were uninterrupted, but for viewers who happened to be watching it unfold on Twitch, the live audio that Metallica was playing as they performed For Whom the Bell Tolls cut off as it was auto-flagged by a copyright strike, muted, and replaced with this royalty-free clip. It's hilarious to watch while they rock out in the background. The subtle irony being that Metallica were famously one of the first bands to combat digital music piracy and digital media rights management or DRM technology, uh, uh, pioneering it. Just wild. And them crooked vultures could be coming back. There's no true traction yet, but Dave Grohl, hot off the heels of the latest Foo Fighters album, Medicine at Midnight, has made it public he'd like to get the supergroup back together again. No word yet from his one-time collaborators Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age and John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin legend. No video or, or audio has come from that rover as of yet. We've seen photos being shared, and that's great. Or, you know, if there is audio and video, it just hasn't been released by NASA at this time. This is the audio in question that people are talking talking about that people have seen in a video that's been shared by the millions online. Not really sure what that is at all. Don't think that's really a recording of a a whole lot. Uh, And some people are claiming that they think that that's the same audio that's from like a Martian seismic reading, the recording that happened a while back. Regardless, you know what? It, it's it's not true. That's not an actual recording from Mars. But I'm here to tell you, I, I actually have it. I have the real recording from Mars because, uh, you know, you just have to know where to look with the releases from NASA. You need to know exactly where they're putting this stuff on the Internet. And then you also have to put it through a couple of really technical audio filters. I won't get into the details too much, but here's the result of me augmenting that audio. Just punching it up just a little bit so you can really hear the detail in that Martian soundscape. Radio, 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 
radio. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, 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 oh. It's unsettling, and I'm not quite sure what it means. Hey, pick up your mail. That's uh, not not coming from me. That that assertive statement, that order is actually coming from the U.S. Postal Service. Uspis. They're talking to Canadians. Let's be clear about that. The situation, I guess, is going on. Uh, they've put out a call, a notice, directly to Canadian customers who have reserved P.O. boxes in the U.S. for U.S. mail incoming, outgoing, blah, blah, blah. Saying it's they're full. They're full now. Most of them are just jam-packed. We can't hold on to it any longer. You have until May, or March, sorry, 15th. <laughs> Less time than in May. March 15th to get that picked up, or else it's going to go back to sender. So, I mean, I, it's not a situation that I'm, I've run into myself. But I do know a lot of people do utilize that service. You know, they, they hold uh, an American postal address that they can figure their mail out a lot more simply. If you've been kind of letting that go by the wayside, you might want to act on that a little sooner than later. But I'm just, I, I am also left scratching my head by the situation because I'm like, okay, so the U.S. Postal Service is saying to Canadian people, pick up your mail. And here I'm thinking, like, maybe I know it might be a little bit unusual out, out of the ordinary for a postal service to do this, but maybe on this occasion you should mail it to them perhaps i don't know just an idea tuesday sleep and dreams there is new studies new research being conducted in several different countries actually which is kind of fascinating kind of independent from each other all reaching some similar conclusions uh basically the idea that we can communicate with people who are sleeping and not just like a one-way communication where we know what they're you know sleep talking sleep walking whatever Actually talking about, like, you know, like, asking questions and getting yes or no answers. Basic ones, basic ones, but still, for the first time, kind of confirmed that we can do this. I think it's truly, truly fascinating. Um, and, you know, it, there's a lot that we don't understand about dreams and about memory, uh, you know, uh, filtering, filing that goes on while we're asleep, while we're unconscious. There's so much to it. I, I am fascinated to learn more, but I understand that we might not actually crack the code to absolutely everything. Certainly not within my lifetime. There's a lot to unpack there. So... I'm curious for more. Um, I'm willing to accept that I might not get those answers myself, but I can tell you this with certainty. I know that I was communicating in my sleep last night. We had uh, burrito bowls for dinner, you see. An American Idol hopeful caught the ears of Motley Crue after her audition with a soulful rendition of Livewire. This is 15-year-old Casey Bishop's voice, just in case you felt like being jealous this morning. You better set me free, cause I'm a high young and running free. Little bit better than I used to be, cause I'm alive. Live wire, cause I'm alive. I'm alive wire. What the heck? Okay, uh, the band tweeted their many congratulations, of course. Um, and Axl Rose of Guns N' Roses fame is joining the Scooby Gang for an episode of Scooby-Doo and Guess Who on Boomerang, airing this Thursday for the first time. It's uh, very interesting. The premise seems to be, as usual, the Scooby Gang finds themselves in a spot of trouble. They need to turn to the locals wherever they're traveling in the back streets and back woods of America, and they run into none other than Axl Rose, who happens to already be friends with Shaggy and Scooby. I'd love to know that backstory for sure. Maybe they explore it in the episode, maybe not. Either way, I guarantee that it's going to be somebody in a mask at the end of it. That's kind of just that's kind of just how it works. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. 
there is a caper out there. There is a mystery that needs to be solved. Got to get some people on the case. The Quebec Dairy Board is officially opening up an examination into why suddenly, mysteriously, Canada's butter has gotten harder. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess I, I guess maybe I have noticed this. I just haven't really noticed this because I mean, and here's my theory as to why the butter seems to be harder right now. Um, it's winter. So that could be a factor, although they're saying it's beyond that. It's not just the colder temperatures. It's just butter in general at room temperature seems to be harder. There's some suggestions as to why, but they need the investigation to actually get some of those answers. Uh, It's dairy important, and I applaud their commitment to the truth. I really do. But, you know, I really think maybe just look into that winter angle could be a factor. I can see how this is a serious situation, though, you know, but honestly, usually people are Happy when something soft becomes consistently and reliably harder. At least that's what three out of every ten emails I get tell me. Wednesday. You ever just see somebody online or in or in person? It doesn't matter how you encounter them, and you just feel like, wow, they are so much more badass than me. I've got to work on some stuff here. Uh, and not that I think that you should try this at home should the opportunity present itself, but there's this farmer from B.C. who had had enough of the wild animals getting into his livestock, specifically his chickens. Apparently there was some an owl that was getting into them a little bit, so he had to replace some of the, the hens, and then a lynx gets into it. This guy g- g- is able to get so close to the lynx that he scruffs the big cat. He just grabs it by the back of the neck, you know, like, and he's, he's trying to be as safe and kind to this animal that is hunting his animals as possible, and he gives them what can only be described as a stern talking to. Here's the audio. Let's go see the damage you did, buddy. Yeah? Should we go see the damage you did? How many chickens did you get? Hey, you got some of our new ones. Not good, is it? No. <laughs> I don't, it's, not, it's stern. I don't even know if I could say stern. He's just giving him a talking to. Here's the rest of the story as well. I mean, he shows the, the links to the, 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 the hen house, you know, and... and making the hens just go absolutely nuts because why wouldn't they but he's basically like rubbing this big cat's nose in it he's holding it by the scruff still apparently they got it into a dog carrier they moved it further out to the bush so it could find some territory that's not near the farm and this this cat got two of the chickens they gave the lynx those two chickens because they were like oh he's looking a little skinny out there no wonder he's coming close to the farm to try and get them heart of gold Heart of gold, this guy. Uh, and the video is absolutely insane, too. We're still figuring things out when it comes to this this pandemic, and there's going to be ripple effects. I mean, I don't know what the future exactly holds, but I feel like once we're not not so worried and we don't have to wear the masks and et cetera, et cetera, that, uh, you know, there's still going to be some ripple effects, not just in society, but in ourselves as well. We've gone through a thing, right? And it's been isolating. That is why... Japan has appointed a new minister to their cabinet. In fact, the position was created in February. They have just appointed an actual minister to embody the position. The position specifically is called the Minister of Loneliness. How sad does that sound? It's for a great reason. It really is. It's to help out people in all walks of life, uh, people who might be a little bit extra vulnerable through the situation and beyond it. I, I think you know, it, it's, it's definitely worth applause. However, the name... Just makes me kind of sad. Minister of Loneliness. I would just like to know one thing, Japan. How did you find my GeoCities blog from 2001 when I was extra emo? If you could just keep that off the internet, that would be great.
Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Time for some music news for you. Starting with sad news, unfortunately, as James Burke, a legendary voice you have definitely heard singing, Ooh, Child, uh, the song by the famous family act, The Five Fair Steps, uh, he has died at the age of 70 years. His brother, member of the group, Dennis Burke, confirmed the news and shared that his death was caused by pneumonia. Uh, they did add specifically that it wasn't COVID-related. Thankfully, thankfully, although doesn't change the, the fact that it's still a very sad situation. As well, uh, we've got some new music coming from The Offspring. There is a lot of fans who have been wondering... Which version of the offspring this is, not really recognizing the sound. Here is just the start of their latest single. They just reveal or released a lyric video for Let the Bad Times Roll. Definitely doesn't sound like the cars where they're getting that Let the Bad Times Roll uh, album tape or uh, song name from. It's coming from an album, their first in almost 10 years. It's going to be released a little bit later on this spring. As well, speaking of releases, there's been an announcement. The uh, collected works of Mr. Jim Morrison is going to be released on June 8th. The pre-order is available now. They're saying it is a huge, huge collection, an anthology of writings, personal image, as well as... 50% 50% of the contents of the anthology never having been published before. Take a look around and uh, grab that if you are an absolute Doors fan. It's a compilation to get your mojo rising. Thursday. More and more data coming from that Mars Perseverance rover and its search for ancient life on the red planet in the sky. I'm, I'm totally hook, line, and sinker. Like, I'm totally fascinated by all this. It's capturing imaginations. It's firing up curiosities, not the rover. It's getting all of the attention right now. It really is. It truly is. Perseverance getting all of the looks. But let's not forget that it was actually years ago that the Spirit and Opportunity rovers were the ones who accidentally drew a penis with their tire tracks on the surface of Mars. And when you're first, you're first, okay? Nothing can take that away. That is a true fact. You can look up the photos. Just talking about a a, a useless object. At least I kind of think it is. There's a market for it. There's a reason for it. But there's a new smart generation of Rubik's Cube that literally teaches you how to solve the Rubik's Cube as you solve it. But isn't the point of the puzzle to solve it? You know what I mean? Like, it just, it seems like it... It goes against its own purpose. And there's objects like that that you run into every once in a while or that you hear jokes being made of. So that brings me to a brand new segment right here on the Steve Reeves Show. It's called That's Like. And when we're talking about something as useless as the G in lasagna, like the Rubik's Cube that tells you how to solve itself, that's like a screen door on a submarine. Okay, that's the old joke, I know. We got some new ones, though, for you. A little bit more fresh. How about, like, that's like a pair of open-toed rain boots. That's like a three-inch extension cord. That's like a flashlight that only works in the sun. That's like a spring-handled hammer. That's like how to read a book. The book. You know? Uh, That's like a chocolate teapot. It's not going to work for you. That's like selling scissors in a package that you need scissors to open. That's like using the share button beside the porn video that you're watching. It's just... Why? Why does it exist? You know that it's not going to be used for... It just don't... We don't need it. Smart Rubik's Cube. I mean, if you can find a purpose for it, awesome. You're probably smarter than me in that you know what it's actually for, but I kind of think it's a useless object. Do you have any more of them? Let me know. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. It turns out Highway to Hell 
was written on the toilet. One of the most iconic ACDC songs, and even rock songs in general, was dreamed up while Angus Young was strapped to the crapper. He tells the story in a recent interview with Apple Music's Zane Lowe, and it's surprisingly dull. The quick version is that the band was rehearsing and putting the prototype of the song together, with each member making contributions until it came around to be Angus's turn. He said, Okay, give me a few minutes, and simply returned from the throne, returned from the can, with lyrics in the can. I wonder if the toilet itself served as any inspiration for Highway to Hell. You can see the connections. Bruce Springsteen, who you may have seen last in that Jeep ad during the Super Bowl and then didn't see in that ad anymore because they pulled it after learning of a DWI incident the singer was involved in last year, has been dismissed in court. Citing a low blood alcohol content at the time, the charges of reckless driving and DWI were dismissed, and the boss was simply charged with drinking alcohol in a closed area, namely New Jersey National Park. He was fined $500, and when asked how long he'd need to pay, the singer responded, I think I can pay that immediately, Your Honor. Who'd have thunk? And Daft Punk are as successful as they ever were following their open-to-interpretation breakup announcement earlier this month. Sales of the duo's electronica are up more than 2,500 times, and their music streams are up at least 500%. Friday. We love our winter months, don't we? Well, we love some of the things that it allows us to do. Getting out there and getting into some of the winter sports is great. There's this video that's been making the rounds, getting absolutely uh, just shared on every uh, corner of the internet, it seems like. At least the Canadian internet. But uh, I did see that uh, a lot of people sharing this uh, video from Rob Warling 14 on Instagram, on, on TikTok more specifically. That's, I think, where the video originates from. He might have invented a sport. Uh, there's uh, there's uh, a basketball net all set up out on some ice. There is uh, a big path of ice that even ha- includes a downhill starting point, so you can get some real momentum going. Uh, and there's even uh, some some jumps in there, some moguls. And uh, he lifts up into the air off of the second mogul. They cut into the slow motion footage, and he nails a basketball dunk into that basketball net while still on skates and looking like he's in the middle of a hockey game. The best part of the video actually isn't part of the video, though. I mean, I think that shot is amazing. It's incredible. It's epic. It's legendary. But you can tell he does not stick the landing, and they don't show you that part. He just kind of sails right by the camera haphazardly, and you hear the crunch of the snow. I'm like, where is that footage? I'd like to see that, please. Uh, But more importantly, what do we call this new sport? All right, I got some ideas. I got some ideas. I don't know how good they are. You tell me. Hockey dunks. Hockey dunks. I don't know. I don't know if that does it. Uh, skate dunking. Skate dunking, it tells you what's going on. Like, ice dunking tells you exactly what's going on. I don't know if it really has that punch, though. You know what I mean? What about ice skateball? There it is. Come on. I'm about to lose it. I'm, I'm beside myself. Here's why. So that you can also be upset. I just discovered, I just found out, I just have read through a recipe online. And no, I'm not getting frustrated with, there's a story that tells you about the reason why this recipe matters to me and does not matter to you before you actually get into the instructions. No, it's because the recipe itself is for buttered saltines. That's the recipe. And there are steps included in this. The buttered saltine recipe exists online and it's not sarcastic. Boy, what do they hear about peanut butter or cheese or soup? What else is inside the buttered saltine cookbook? I'm glad you asked. Why? Such favorites as toasted bread, poured water, opened chip bag, and there are advanced recipes too if you're feeling up to it. You could try the two-step boil water, then put a tea bag in it dish. That's sure to impress. It's a good thing it's Friday. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. 
Blondie are going up against the odds in an upcoming graphic novelization of the band's at one time soaring popularity. The book is going to be co-written by the duo behind the current Harley Quinn relaunch, Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti. The graphic novel is going to be released later this fall. And while it will be dramatized and comic booky, there is actually a team in place on the project to check the book against historical accuracy. So there's going to be at least elements of it. And the Blue Horizon label is being resurrected along with some classic Fleetwood. This is a label that released a lot of classic rock material back in the day. And uh, while, you know, we heard from last week Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac saying, mm, we're probably not going to be touring again. It's a little bit difficult. That doesn't mean that they're not up to something. Apparently, the very first three albums from Fleetwood Mac are going to be reissued uh, in the near future. No word on actual dates on that. It's just an announcement alongside some other classic rock revivals with that Blue Horizon label. Very interesting. Another super team of amazing artists is getting together for a live stream. It's Rock and Relief with the Foo Fighters, with Sheryl Crow, with Dead Mouse leading all kinds of other bands, including uh, Kevin Bacon. I don't know if he's actually going to be performing or singing, but he'll be there. And uh, it's all benefiting Core Response, which is basically going to be uh, helping out with uh, vaccination in communities in Los Angeles as well as uh, in other areas. You'll be able to check the entire thing out yourself just by purchasing yourself a ticket. You can find out more by searching up Rock and Relief live stream. It's going to be on the Rolling Stone YouTube channel and Amazon Music's Twitch channel. On the line with Emma with the Canadian Mental Health Association, just after the weekend, we jump into March, and March means mullets for mental health. And there's so many different ways people can get involved. Emma, what is March Mullets if people don't know? The March Mullet campaign is to help initiate an honest conversation about men and anyone who identifies as male and their mental health. The mullet is a symbol for change to break the stigma that's associated with men and seeking support. We kind of, we, we joke about the business in the front, the party in the back, and, and it is a yeah. fun thing to get involved in, but I mean, and not to say it's super serious, but we do need to talk about mental health in a serious tone, for sure. Absolutely. We're seeing a lot of um, men suffering through their mental illness. Mental Health Commission of Canada acknowledges the prevalence that mental illness is comparable between men and women. We know that. But societal norms and expectations do not give the same affordability when it comes to men to talk about their personal struggles. We, we even know, and I feel like things have started to change, but from an early age, even boys are still told to hold back their tears and that men are told to suck it up when dealing with life pressures. The stigma of that and that pressure to be strong and stoic while struggling with depression or other mental health challenges has dire consequences. So that's what we're hoping to change with this campaign. Yeah, and, and, and you know, raise the stigma, get people talking. I, I had a home haircut before the restrictions started to ease, so I don't know if I can actually get a, an authentic mullet, but I've been challenged to wear a mullet accessory, a mullet exactly. application for the entire month, and I'm going to do that. Yeah, you don't need to have, you know, the full mullet haircut in order to participate. <laughs> some men don't have the hair or some women want to participate but don't fully want to, you know, commit to cutting their hair into mullet, <laughs> and that's completely fine. So uh, we have mullet headbands for $25 and just follow up and contact me and I would be more than happy to support you with that. And you can still join the campaign on our Seamanship with Buffalo team. We just ask you to share to social media to raise awareness because that's ultimately what this campaign is about. Yeah, and so if people do want to get involved and, and start raising some money, they can do that and start pledging their friends and family members, yes? You bet. So come to www.marchmullet.raisley.com. You can sign up by registering for an individual profile or a team profile, 
We ask you to cut your hair if that's what you're going to be doing on March 1st. But at the same token, you can cut your hair at any time and sign up any time during the month of March. And then step three is to share your photos on of your mullet on social media with the link to your fundraising profile. Use the hashtag AskMeAboutMyMullet and take CMHAWB so we can see and share them. Yeah, and I think one thing that people may struggle with and they may find some relief with is understanding that they're absolutely not alone. A hundred percent. That's really what we want to drive drive in. If you are, uh, if you identify as male, you are a man, and you're struggling, it's important to know you're not alone. Starting the conversation about your mental health is that crucial step towards mental well-being. I'm looking forward to March, Emma. Thank you so much for uh, for taking some time to inform us all about what's happening. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Transmission over. One more Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.